my God, Mike, we're back. We just completed another week of Champions League that I'm getting the sense that neither of us are that jazzed about. Yeah, I can't find. I, even when the draw came out, I, like Chelsea's in a Europa League group, and uh, I, I really, I don't know. It's, it's weird. My team's not in it, so I kind of don't give a shit, right? But like, Ah, uh, I see, I see, I see. But, well, let, yeah. let me, let me do – it's too early. It doesn't matter uh, it, is a little, it, is, it is a little bit early. Let me do a little quick rundown just to cover our bases, just so the kids know that we're watching. But there's really only it. one story, and, it, and it's United. Uh, yeah. Well, two. United, Leipzig beat PSG. Those te- so, so it's actually two teams that are in the same space, right? PSG, United. PSG, Paris Saint-Germain, owned by a small country. Essentially, the lunatics run the asylum. Neymar and Mbappe basically do what they want, and the team runs off their energy, even though they're not playing. You can't co- – it's, it's a not a coachable team. Right. So they don't work. So other players don't work. And things break down. And they really don't have that many great players outside of those two because they spent all their money on them. And they lost to Leipzig. And Leipzig, listen, I don't care what the result was against United. That's a good team with a great coach. And I watched the highlights. This kid, the Forsberg, who's been there for a while, was all over it. Like anything that good that happened, it was Forsberg. Coming mm-hmm. out of the midfield – going into the wing, grabbing the ball, making shots. They were just better. I really like Leipzig. It, it's so – it's so – one of the and – then, and then I'll go into, into United. It's so frustrating to really admire all the German teams because you're like, fuck, they get it. Damn it, Germans. They just right. completely understand, oh, these leagues, these other leagues are spending money on X. We're going to provide them the assets, young players – and we're just going to live off their money and play young players. Like Dortmund yeah. literally has like seven guys under 20 playing at once. And they're going to sell all those guys and make money. Leipzig, same thing. It's like the Germans sort of see the inefficiency of like young players can play and we can sell them to English teams because our levels are so high. None of us are going to beat Borussia Dortmund. So let's just crank out players. Because Leipzig's going to finish second, sell Imbacamo for fucking seventy million dollars, no problem. Yeah, yeah, it's or, it's really. I mean, Dortmund is the by far the gold standard in Europe, right? As far as how to run a club, you know, because you've got the, you know, like you said, the PSGs, the Cities, the Real Madrids who just shit money, and you know that that's yeah, great. If you can do that, then fine. But if you're looking at it, we've talked a lot about like running a club in Europe is like a business. Dortmund is Fortune 500. They are unbelievable, right? Yeah. Um, PSG's Enron sometimes. By the way, Leicester <laughs> is the same way. Leicester does the German way, right? Yes. Between Mares, um, Conte, Drinkwater, uh, uh, Chilwell, they saw? Stillwell, all those guys, they bought them for a total of $40 million, 40 million pounds, and have made $250 million. Yep. That's good, right? Now, most of that is Mares, right? Because they bought him no, for, no, for 400000 Chilwell went for 50-plus, you know? So, right, but what did um, they get him for is the question. Anyway, uh, it's yeah. a model. So, so really, you know, big game, Real Madrid beat Inter. I don't think Inter in that class yet. You know, they, Real Madrid find a way. Bayern, pff, blow. Well, wait, let's stop and talk about Group B for a second because it is a I'm complete not fucking disaster. I'm looking at it. Oh, You've okay. got, speaking of the German teams, Borussia Mönchengladbach, with five points after three games, is leading the fucking group. Second place with four <laughs> right, points. Right, right, with Shakhtar. Right. It's Shakhtar Donetsk. Third place, which means now, again, Europa we're halfway through the group. That's, yeah. There's a long way to go. If Real Madrid finishes third place in Group B, they drop down to Europa League. That would be amazing. Could you fucking imagine <laughs> for a second Real Madrid going to the land of fire or wherever the fuck else to play a knockout game in the Europa League. In I think Zinedine Zidane would hijack the plane and drive it into a mountain. I think he would literally just just kill the whole team. Like Gladbach are pretty good. They got again German young players. They have Turam running. They just have you know they have old heads that know what they're doing. Liverpool have no problem. This is Jota. This becomes, there's a small little bump narrative of like, oh, Jota should play. Jota should play. I'm like, okay. They still have Firmino. At, well, that's the, at the Let's risk of Firmino or potentially in a 4-2-3-1, right? I think we no, touched on that last week. That. So, um, yeah, I think that you, they're going to be fine. We, we got excited on the preview. We were like, oh, Atlanta, that's going to be a good one. And they, they just, just blew the doors off them. them. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and, you know, good for them. 
Yeah, you know? yeah, um, that's what you do. You fucking that is annihilate. What, yeah, that is what good teams do. So, yeah, so they're good. They're run away with that group. City had a pretty good performance against Olympiacos. Another good got to rest their defenders. Uh, you know, I like to give my my city deep takes. Um, you know, Torres scored another goal. Um, you know, pretty easy, not a problem. Got to play young guys. Uh, no Laporte. You know, John Stones had a good game. First half for City was the best they played all year, honestly. Mm -hmm. uh, they were sharp. Uh, Foden, you know, the regular guys, they got to rest guys. So we'll probably see the same group with a different pairing in, in midfield against Liverpool. Uh, so we'll see how that goes. Uh, I really love when City plays Zinchenko because they're basically just saying, we don't need that other back. We're just going to put a midfielder <laughs> on. So, uh, and I hate, uh, Gundogan is good. He's just, this is a weird team where there's no... There's no heroes. You know what I mean? Right. There's no like, God, I love him. I don't care. Right? De, Bru De Bruyne is that and Foden is that. But nobody loves Sterling. Well, like, you don't feel attached to them. It's weird. Well, you're, you're missing the big one because he's been hurt, right? Like Sergio Aguero yeah. is yeah. the hero. He is yeah, but the he, literal... But he's not even he's, – he's unattainable. He's distant. He's like he's some guy on a mountain that you never see, right? He's, okay. he's our hero. Same the way David Silva is, but no, there's no. What I'm trying to get, there's no personality. That, that Englishness, the whole team's missing it. It's yeah, really yeah, because nobody talks. Like there's no guy that they go to. Yeah, right? It's all robotic, right? Right. Kyle Walker's kind of a spaz. John Stones <laughs> doesn't play. You know, the Phil Foden they try and bring up, but he's he's got a pee head, which makes him he look does. weird. And he's and he's what? He's like 14 years 20, old. Still, yeah, he's so 14 he's... years old. Um, but let's let's get to the United. So. <laughs> United lose 2-1 to, let me see, Istanbul Basa Kashir, who... Three times fast. Yeah. Good. Who <laughs> are first-time Champions League players, have never scored a goal. This is their first goal, and are playing a lineup of former United guys and former Premier League guys who are, like, getting their last checks. Demba Ba, he of the yep. slip. Uh, Rafael, former, former back for United. And Martin Skirkle, former murderer for Liverpool. Wait a minute. Martin Skirtle is on, was on that pitch? Yeah, yeah. I missed oh, yeah. that. Ooh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow, that's a big oversight <laughs> on my part. So the first goal was laughable. United essentially – though. so I didn't play soccer as a kid, but the first goal was laughable in that Dembaba was behind the defense before the halfway line on a corner kick. They miss it. They kick it to him, and he takes off like 12-year-olds. Like yeah, that should never. I mean, never happen. So everything I've listened to is like, you don't understand. This is literally the worst defending that you can do. It's pathetic. The right. second goal also involves Dumbaba, but on a dummy. He's coming down the middle on a break. They, Maguire comes to him. The dummy goes by, and it's this completely lopsided thing where the other guy just hammers it home. They just beat them. United didn't create any chances. Fernandez was terrible. It was just bad again and again. Ole is not a good coach. It's like how many it at this point it's just like what are united? I think if I were a united fan, I would feel petrified, right? They're in an existential state where they have an american owner who's basically treating the team like an american franchise where you just go, "Well, I'm making money, so the winning doesn't matter." Like as long as Everything's fine. I don't feel like paying an eighth coach. I don't feel like whatever. So United get in this, this sort of – they get in a every other cruise, year thing. Cruise control, essentially. But it's, but it's worse than that because it's like they get a manager. They get a manager. They pay him. He makes a top four. They make money. Then they sit on the money. They, the guy gets pissed off and complains that he doesn't have money because they don't kick on. They're never kicking on. They get into the top four, and then they don't spend the money to kick on. Now, they are spending money, right? They're spent tons and tons and tons and tons of money. Yeah. But it's bad money. It's like, why did you pay $80 million for Harry Maguire? Where's the scouting? Where are the young players? Like, I, I don't know. It's just weird. And Ali Gunnar Solskjaer is not the manager for Manchester United. That goal is an indictment on him right? They've lost five of eight to start the season. They have those two wins. He can bank those, but five of eight. And those are the only two good performances, PSG and Leipzig. Everything else has been pretty catastrophic. Yeah. And essentially, if you sit deep and defend against United, 
They have no way to pick the lock. Zero. None. The magic of Fernandez, again, players come to United, they get worse. Happens again. Fernandez has fallen off. Either they're playing him too much or they teams have figured it out. They're just like, oh, you're a number 10? We figured this out. Nobody plays number 10s. You just sit on them and the team sputters because Paul Pogba can't do anything. They don't really have a way to find answers. They have no answers for problems. So they, that Fernandez was new. He opened things up in, that, in, in the restart. You're like, oh my God, Man United, cool. People started sitting on him. Now they have no way to unlock things. And so I'm not afraid of them. If, if the big teams, and you've noticed, teams are getting more defensive. City is a bit more defensive. They have offensive problems. You can tell that Liverpool are a bit more focused on defense. Without Van Dyke. there's a little bit yeah. of a collective coming exactly. in. Exactly, and you see it in a lot the, of different the, sports, right? Like, but the, ca- got but the, the, the Cavalier play of like, yes. oh, we're, we're badass. That shit's gone because you're like, yo, mm-hmm. we gave up five uh, in, in City's place, in, in Liverpool's place. Like, yo, we fucked around and gave up seven. Yeah. We got to sit right, in. Let's, we let's gotta be, get we, back let's to where we were. Let's not fuck around. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Yeah, and in, in, in the absence of Liverpool – uh, in, in Van Dyke's absence in Liverpool, excuse me, the heroic li- Mighty Reds. My, oh, God. Uh, Poor Liverpool. How are they going to make it? Uh, but you're right, right? And you see that in a lot of different sports where your, your talisman, your main man goes down and everybody goes, all right, I mean, next man up is kind good, of the, good, the mantra. Good teams right? do that. It's the, yeah, the it's good teams the, do that. Yeah, it's the, it's the Bill Simmons thing. I, I'm sure you hate him, but uh, the, the, the Euring theory, right? Can you, yeah. Your best guy goes down. And your team just steps up to another level, right? Mm-hmm. And that's what should happen. Liverpool, that should happen to Liverpool. One well, of the yeah, things- and let's, let's be clear. There's, it's not like they're a bunch of schmoes, right? Like, they are no, still one of the most potent incredible. attacks in the world. Yeah, so, they're so you know, good. They, and yeah. winners, real, like, it's three seasons of, like, we fucking of win. Dominance, game. absolutely, yeah. 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 They've had yeah a little, and I mean, little so you look at Group H, and, and United is still top of the group. They're uh, fine. A comfortable they're goal sure difference. they'll get through. But- they'll get through, but... Like you said, there's there's a lot of cracks that are showing. Um, man, it would be something if Real Madrid and PSG dropped to fucking Europa fucking League. Awesome. But, but here, here's um, the other piece. It would not be awesome for people in Europa League. Yeah. So Ian, <laughs> Ian, Ian Wright, who now is sort of a, a Arsenal legend, London legend, really good pundit. Lots of I like him. Yeah, I think yeah. he's great. Yeah. He's fucking just said this. He was like, yo, if Mikel Arteta was the manager of United, they would fucking win the league. I was like, oh! Yeah, I mean, with all the talent that they've got there that's totally untapped and, you know, just... Yep. Yeah. He would find a way to either... Without either question. either he would give Pogba the Ozil treatment and be like, you know what? Fuck you. I'm done with you. This is my team. I control right. it. Or he would play Pogba and make him the centerpiece and find a way to use them, right? Mm-hmm. They have good finishers, right? They have good players. I've he would none of them, yeah. Yeah, he would get rid of those fullbacks immediately and be like, you guys... In modern football, you can't be defensive fullbacks because then the, what's happened really like, – I'm going to get deep. You ready? Here we go. <laughs> Here we go. Yeah. So, so the role that Maradona used to play was the number 10. That was a creative role. It was a hub just behind strikers, and everything would pour, pour to him. You sort of see it with Messi but on the side. What has changed is that has become not the focal point because you can easily mark the guy out of the game. The offensive width and spaces that are created are no longer – reliant on a single magician it's now spread out across the whole thing and the fullbacks are who the good teams good teams use fullbacks to do that creative crossing and and unlocking teams right Trent Alexander-Arnold um uh Mendy when he was good uh well City don't have good fullbacks but uh Daniel uh Danny Alves, like great teams have good fullbacks who, who do the creating work. They spread out the responsibility to break things down, right? How many times did you see Marcelo ping something into Ronaldo, make a run, get it back, hit it back to him? That triangle on the wing is what makes modern football, right? And what, the, the, what you give up is the idea of getting hit on the break with four guys in the back. You instead use that holding midfielder as almost that number 10 becomes someone who will drop back when your fullbacks go forward. Right. He, he becomes a safety valve. Right. right. Yeah. Anyway, so that's my, that's my nerd take. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it's interesting. I, we're just waiting for Ole to get fired. I mean, it's just like, when is Pochettino going to take the team? The thing is, is like, does Woodward want to do it, right? It's in yeah. his interest to just sit on it. There's no mm-hmm. fans there. No one's coming after him. If he puts in Pochettino and they're still bad, then it's on him. So, right, it's almost like you know he he's got that die to cast whenever he wants, 
he doesn't feel, you know, that it's, that it's the time yet. And, and to he's be clear, fucking Glenn Sather, man. He's just sitting uh, yeah. on the team for years. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and to be clear though, right? Like we are, they do have a game in hand on most teams in the table. So that if they win that, they've got 10 points, which still puts them in the bottom half. But again, as we talked about last week or so, you know, it's just, you need to, sure, they, they can go on a run to understand, sure. but to your larger point, it's not the results. It's the way you're playing. And that's, that's going to bear a lot less fruit over 38 games. He's not, he's not good enough. It's like, no, he's you, not. you can agree. tell, like there's things that you can tell, right? Like Arsenal and Manchester United are in similar historical places, right? Great all-time manager, 25 years, they're in transition, right? United are now almost going to go on 10 years in transition, almost. But is this, real quick though, is that, are they just total anomalies? Are they looking for something that doesn't exist anymore? I don't think, well, here, here's the thing, right? Wenger and, and Ferguson were the, or, they were the whole thing, right? right? They were the GM, they were the coach, they were the, the, marketing department they literally ran the whole team it was a throwback way and they just did it as modern people they were special people right sure. they literally created the old organization wenger fucking designed the stadium like he was that involved like mm-hmm. he was really like more like a vp he was both the gm and the coach he did everything right yeah and so when he left there's like we need five people we need right <laughs> yeah yeah right so there's that transition piece right and they've had guys churning it out same mm-hmm. with same with Ferguson. Ferguson had a partner, a business partner that he worked with. Uh, I can't, David Dean? No, David Dean's in Arsenal. Whatever. They both left together. So they had a double vacuum. And Woodward, who's the accountant for the Glazers, took over the team and has essentially been running it without this extra layer. He's, yeah. There's no one who's a, who's a visible person who is a director of football, the equivalent of a general manager. And so... Mm-hmm. These coaches come in as temporary GMs, right? You had these big personalities. Van Gaal was a big personality. Moyes was doing that job at Everton where he controlled the whole thing. Uh, Van Gaal, Mourinho. Mourinho has that. But then Woodward is this sort of go between the board, which is just, I, board is this amorphous. I don't know what that means. Uh, people who have shares in a club, I have no idea. But they essentially have no structure, right? And they're just yeah. going from thing to thing. And Woodward just has a relationship with the biggest uh agents and they just go to him and they get paid so okay so sir alex leaves and you have one giant hole phrasing that you can't you can't really fill with one person you need five maybe even ten people to do that he thought that moyes could be that person because yes because moyes was doing it at everton yes yes yes. and that's fine and and nobody as it turns out nobody is that person that's okay the question for woodward and the glazers is are you capable of diagnosing the size of the problem and not or, just throwing or do the they even Or do they care? Do they even give a shit? That's right. the bigger problem. Right. So that's kind of where you go, okay, you have to get five guys to have one ounce of the success that Sir Alex did. Um, where are those holes? Like, what are those titles? What, what are those responsibilities? I, have, I, don't, right. I don't understand a football structure. It's strange. No, no, I know. But what I'm saying is I'm not asking you to do it. I'm asking <laughs> Ed Woodward to do it, right? Yeah, like, like what club do we copy? Like what's the blueprint? What's the, what's the Billy Bean team? What's, where do we steal from? Like wh- right. who is the team? Well, and I, I don't, don't know. think – I think you're looking internally. I think it is you because what you're, what you're effectively trying to do and what you're going to be graded on is relative to the, the 90s and early 2000s. So yeah. with that in mind, you go, okay um, – what did Sir Alex do? And by the way, it's not like he's dead. He's at the fucking game all the time, even though nobody's allowed in. He's still there. Fucking <laughs> I don't, ask I don't, him. I don't, I, have, you know? I don't know what they're doing, right? He, he's, this, is, this, is, this is where our, our kind of like American naivety is. I was like, what the fuck? You, I don't get this. This is fucking weird. What's happening? Yeah. What are they doing? Who's in charge? How does this thing even work? Is this thing on? Like, what the fuck is going like, on? Like, it's going to really bother me when Pochettino <laughs> takes the job and he's given money and he does well. But again, he looks around and he's like, oh, this is Tottenham all over. It's Tottenham in disguise, right? Like, you, I don't have the support I need in critical positions, whether it right. be monetarily or personnel or, or could, both or whatever. It could be anything. It could be sports science. It could be analytics. I don't know right. how these teams run. Like, for right. all I know, it's three guys. I have no fucking idea. 
And I think that's one of the things that makes Pochettino attractive or had made Pochettino attractive to a number of clubs around the world, but specifically United because he's got his own staff, right? He's got the – yeah, he's got like not not just you, you know assistants. he's got his dudes yeah he's got his dudes they go everywhere with them but it's so much more than x's and o's right like right but what i was what i was trying to jump in on in. sorry is just like it's so funny thinking about our american sports lens how we literally know everything like we know how teams work it's literally all sports conversation is they barely talk about games anymore, right? Yeah. It's all GM shit. It's all analytics. It's all who's in charge. It's all palace intrigue. We get Contracts. nothing from these teams. We get nothing. We yeah. just, you only get the games. You're like, what the, well, what the fuck is going on? Which is interesting because you think <laughs> about it in, the, in just a juxtaposition the landscapes, right? Like we've got five sports over here and all we do is talk about the ins and outs, the finances and all that stuff. During the transfer window, there's that's all there is because there's a lack of games in yeah. the, for the large part. But once opening day hits, you don't talk about, you know, the hierarchy in the club. You don't talk, you know, you, what Mark Goldbridge is going to talk about, you know, how Woodward and the Glazers suck, but he's not going to say this is what they should be doing. He just no, says you they get suck. nothing. You get nothing like zero, like no locker room. No, no, like those all or nothings are huge. Or like the Sunderland thing. That is like, what is that yeah. team doing? They, mm-hmm. they fucking retards doing the marketing. These chicks fucking calling people on the phone like, oh, I love you. Want a cup of tea? I'm like, what? Your team's going to go down. What the fuck are you doing? <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. We went nuts. I don't even know what we're talking about. Let's go into the previews. <laughs> we Listen, we have a big one this week. Right? Oh. We've got a few games. Oh. We've got Everton United. That's going to be a big one. You know, we can, we can talk more about United, but I don't oh, want to. Oh, you're not talking about Crystal Palace Leeds? I'm not one? talking about Crystal Palace Leeds. We have or the Leicester Battle of City the Bees? Not, not, not Brighton versus Burnley? That's not. No. We have Leicester City and Wolves, which is going to be a good one Sunday at 9 a.m. We have one game on What the about schedule. the London Derby? What about West Ham versus Fulham? No? No. No. We have <laughs> the big one. The two best teams in England in the last oh, five years, oh showing, off, showing down against each other at, uh, at Anfield on Sunday? No, it's at, at the Etihad. That's at, okay, so it's in Manchester. Manchester City, Laurence, beloved. Oh, God. Uh, yeah, so here, 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 here are the, here are the last five results. I almost don't remember this one. I don't know why I don't remember it. But the, there was um, uh, a July 2nd game. City won 4-0 four, four at home. I yeah, don't that, know why I have no memory of this game. Okay, that was the day that they took the trophy at the Etihad from City, and City went, fuck you, and they <laughs> laid one on them. It was awesome. Uh, and then away, uh, we basically haven't won at Liverpool. No one's won at Liverpool in, like, since the War of 1812. Uh, <laughs> we got beat on the Fabinho wonder goal, Mo Salah, then Sadio Mane. We got a consolation goal from Bernardo Silva. And then at home is the 1-1 draw. Matzip and Raheem Sterling, I don't remember that one. Then the world-famous, the most important game of my life from 2019, January 3rd. I cried at my desk. I looked for people to hug. I was in my office. I didn't know what was happening. Uh, Leroy Sané down the wing. John Stones off the line. 2-1. Man, the greatest game of all time. We need, to, we need to just dive into that a little bit more, though, right? So <laughs> the greatest game ever. <laughs> they're 1-2 and two in the table. Uh, City, Liverpool City are, is, is gone. They're gone. They're like seven points clear. Okay. And, and not losing anything. Right. And so Liverpool, really, I thought they gave it to you guys pretty, pretty well, right? If you go through the, like, the expected goals for that game, I would say Liverpool probably were the better team that day. And no, it was frenetic. Like, it was a nuts game. It was a crazy back-and-forth game. And why don't you go ahead and, and tell us what happened with John Stones? <sighs> John Stones, a uh, little bit of a mishap in the back. Shocking. John Stones was a part of it. Uh, and he cleared a ball off the line that was, according to the Hawkeye, three centimeters, three millimeters off the line, like, like a, a cunt hair, basically, yeah. from being a goal. The ball uh, is about 97% in. in. <laughs> now, to be fair, back in the day, that wouldn't have even been close. It would have just not been called a goal. Like, right. It's only because we have Hawkeye that we know that. That would have just True. been cleared off the line, no problem. It, yeah. was, a, it was a jumping yeah. like, from behind. like and. To be clear, the angle he had to get on the ball to not hit the post and go in. Yeah, was it's it's phenomenal. a lot of luck, a lot of luck. But the Sané goal awesome. was the real goal, just down the break, down the wing. You know, Aguero scored a goal early before the half. We were up one nil. He did the patented Aguero goal, which is 
near corner, top shelf. Nobody does it better. Nobody even does it. <laughs> He's the only one. <laughs> Although uh, Gabriel did it yesterday, which was All amazing. Right. I was like, oh, the Aguero. Uh, <laughs> Near corner, top shelf, tight angle. He's uh, nobody does it. Uh, Sonny some, has done it before he, uh, a few times, but yeah, yeah, largely, yeah. It's the it's an Aguero patented yeah. move, uh, and then I I cried. It was just pure joy, and because three days before, four days before, it was like when games are flying. It's like the Christmas period, like there's right. seven games going on in four days. Uh, we had lost to 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 Newcastle, and you can there's one of me the despondent video of me just almost in tears going the league's over and I get my classic my friend Brian just makes fun of me for being the hedge person I always think City are losing I have the most doom and gloom I have no faith in this team to win this game I, it's not in the face for me like yeah. uh, I'm happy to see Gabriel Jesus I just the front three of Liverpool now they have a fucking fourth musketeer he's like the D'Artagnan to the to the other fucking guys, to Aramis, whoever the fuck the four musketeers are, uh, making Dumas jokes. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, I'm literary. And, you know, they just have too much. And I don't care that they don't have Van Dyke at the back. Unless City are going to play to exploit that, it won't make a difference. Like, it, we've got City have to play different to beat Liverpool. And I don't so think they're ready to do that. Like, they're not going to sit deep and try and hit on the break. They're not going to concede the way they play to let Liverpool come onto them because that's how you beat Liverpool, right? The way that, the way that Aston Villa scored goals was they, Liverpool plays this really high line and they just kicked the ball behind them. And, and that's it's not the like way you don't City, have the horses to do that because if you, if you had Sterling and even Foden down the I right, right? I don't fucking like, trust Sterling to score a goal one-on-one. -on -one but you don't need ever. him to score a goal. What you need him to do is get into open space behind Trent Alexander-Arnold. And yes, then just that, have away with it. Spot, for sure. For sure. Right. So, I, I so that's where I see a critical matchup in this game. But you're I right. Do, then, I don't know that it's going to become that hit them on the break style because that's just not what Pep and City do. But they but they may be. Remember, I talked about we we we've talked about this, and I was really glad I was listening to the the Total Football Show with James Richardson, very famous, really good soccer podcast no better than ours they just happen to be english so fuck them um <laughs> but they did say what i said which is i think city are in a trend it seems that city kind of recognized they've got to be more defensive like their assets and the best part of their team now is actually those two central defenders laporte and diaz are really good especially with walker playing out of his mind maybe city show steel maybe city play Rodri, Rodri and Fernandinho. Oh, Fernandinho's out. But maybe they play the two holders again. What, Gundogan? Gundogan and Rodri try and sit deep with Diaz and try and play that way with a little less creativity uh, and just kind of hold tight and see if, see if De Bruyne and, and, De Bruyne and, uh, and Gabriel can, can make some magic together. Of course, uh, and I noticed this in the Champions League game when I made my, my pep racial statement, Walker and Sterling played because... There, you know, he so, just he just plays them till they can't play because right because well I don't know some reason that's a good segue. Talk to me <laughs> about your team's uh, health and wellness right now. You've obviously got Aguero out and that's going to hurt. But how did Jesus look? How did De Bruyne look? The Bruyne De Bruyne is not hurt. De Bruyne has just been playing too much. Just okay. he plays for Belgium. He plays every minute. He's not. It's not. It's it's not. It's not even. It's not that he's playing too much. It's the team functions through him. So it's the mental part, right? Like it's, okay. it's those hard innings. It's, it's pitches 92, 93, right? Like it's, it's many runner on second and third, two outs. Can I get the guy out, right? Those right. are the, he's got to play those minutes, right? Yeah. Then when he plays in the Premier League, he gets the shit kicked out of him. Like there's three or four times a game where someone just, because they know, but he's tough. He gets up, but I think, you know, that's where the issue is. It's mental fatigue, physical fatigue. He wants to play. He's a tough right. motherfucker. He's oh, of course. the only but guy it's... in the team who just yells at his teammates, which is great. <laughs> but it's wear and tear and it's starting yeah, to Yeah, it's mental right? wear so, and tear. Okay. And he could just go down. It's possible. Yeah. So I would ex on the other side, I would expect Firmino to play because we don't know if Jota can do the defensive work that Firmino can do, right? And that's well, I don't the think thing. they're playing the same position, though. The, but, but you're not going to take out Mane and you're not going to take out Salah. Right. So it's but Firmino. So... But they but if and if they play all three of the, if they play the four of them, then they're going to be too open. So they're going to play 
they're going to play Wijnaldum, they're going to play Henderson, and then it's a question of like who the third midfielder is or if it's Jota. They're going to play a right. third midfielder. There's no way. They can't. Okay. They have to. Okay. Otherwise, they'll get torn up. Uh, and I think it'll be Firmino. If you watch Liverpool City, it's Firmino who always disrupts City and causes turnovers and is why they score goals, right? It's Firmino right. from the front sitting on top of the sixes and being like, okay, pass the ball and getting them. He, he does it all the time. He finds the energy. His fucking electric teeth light up and he looks like a fucking <laughs> Christmas tree and he does his fucking thing that he does. And so, one note there, uh, I don't know how much it's going to matter but Jota had a hat trick during the week, and then he was subbed off around the 60th minute. He looked like he had a bit of an injury. So, is he ready to go? We, we, we honestly, we were not going to know before Sunday. But um, that's an interesting thing to keep an eye on. He's Can not. He he's him? not listed. So out. So I have the list here. So Mendy, Fernandinho, uh, and Aguero are out. We know that for Van Dijk, it's Chamberlain, Fabinho, and Van Dijk. Matip is doubtful, and Thiago's doubtful. So that's good. So they do. Yeah. So. Liverpool will probably play someone young, but what's nice but happened at Liverpool is they're not changing how they play. They're just like, you're part of the group. This young guy, Nathaniel, whatever the fuck his name was, you're playing, just be the role. You can do this, yeah. right? They, they have confidence. And that's what's fucking awesome about Klopp. Like, Klopp could call me on the phone and tell me to run through a glass door. I would do it. I mean, the guy's <laughs> he, he's, he, he uses his teeth. He uses his charisma. He's not, he doesn't make you feel nervous, right? Like, He's you know, got like a calming Pep, presence. Pep, Pep makes you feel nervous. Like, don't fuck up. Right? And that Pep way. makes you feel nervous because there's so much competition for those jobs where he goes, if you fuck up, I just have somebody else waiting. Yeah. Right? Like, go ahead. Take a seat, bud. So yeah. that's where Klopp will go. Klopp's like um, – he's more of like a big brother and Cap, yeah. uh, Pep is like an angry dad. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's perfect. Captain of the football team versus, you know uh, – versus hard-driving manager of the company. You know what I mean? Yeah. That kind of thing. Uh, I do think that Rodrigo – so Rodri and Gundogan will play. And I think Torres will play because he's been so good. And they'll go out in the wing. They'll do the Sterling, Torres. The City can't play Mares. It's just fucking – so frustrating to watch. Like when he's not scoring goals and he's doing seven touches in the box to try and get to his left foot, and you're like, will you pass the fucking ball, you cunt? So he's <laughs> – a phenomenal bench option though too right so he that's is but reason. he's he's just annoying he drives me no, i know but that's another reason i mean, not that you want to prioritize 30 minutes over 60 or 90 but um if you've got you know too many chiefs and not enough indians so to speak you can you can use him as a bench role for a foden for a torres uh to give them a different look on 60 minutes so i i, I think that's what i, I think like. if pep is smart he'll play foden because foden is the one guy who plays for the shirt and kind of gets the Liverpool thing at this point they should all get it but because they played so many times but that's the big one and, and I'm gonna be I don't feel good I, I just don't it's just that Liverpool will just kick the shit out of City they always do we just yeah, haven't I mean, beat, it's hard to feel good about a game going into a, a <laughs> Liverpool weekend right it, it's excitable it's fun but like with probably the only team in the world right now that could have supreme confidence against Liverpool and anybody it's Bayern Munich right so like yeah but City don't score goals. we Munich. haven't been scoring goals there's no finishing. It's fucking right. brutal. Right. Like, and I you, think Torres has been good, but he's been missing that finishing touch too, right? Yeah, so, but he's making the run. He's not going to play he's, center he's forward. Getting he'll in the he'll play in the wing. Right? So those, yeah, those, uh, those balls will go in at, at some point. So, yeah, anyway. oh, I, um, I'm looking forward to it as a neutral. Um, I don't know. I, 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 give me a score prediction, and I'll, I'll think about mine. 2-1 uh, City. You just said you don't feel good, and now you're like, 2-1-6. I love that. I love that. Well, I'm not going to say they're going to lose. <laughs> no. Your entire brand is I'm going to watch my team lose. I know, but I don't, I don't want to say they're going to lose. Uh, yeah. All right. Okay. History uh, says it'll be like a draw 1-1 one, one or something like that. Yeah. These games, it's not that they're not good, but you look at the teams on paper and you go, oh, my God, this is, this is like going to be a, an absolute shootout. They're never no. shootouts. No, never. Not especially, I don't. I just don't think City can play that way anymore because they used to be able to share creative duties between Silva and De Bruyne, and right. now they only have one outlet. They're a bit. Everything more has to go. Everything has to go to De Bruyne. Mm -hmm. Right, like the thing. I you, I know you probably you. I don't think only City fans know this, but there are places on the pitch 
that David Silva occupied that are empty now. There's just nobody goes there. So do you think that City is at in danger of sort of mimicking their crosstown rivals? No, 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 no. Too I'm much, not saying that Pep much. is 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 Ole, right? But what I'm saying very simply is we were talking about how Fernandez was finesse, fantastic, and now basically you just have somebody sitting on him. No, is it possible oh, that you oh can that that sort of um, up no, I I I think there's still enough creativity. Like you like Cancelo, Cancelo can become creative, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. He'll drop in and do things like that. I still think Gundogan can put a pass around a corner now and again. Sterling has creative moments like they still have more options than united do but that and pep the difference between pep and and that is like pep will recognize it and try and do something yeah. right mm-hmm. yeah, he'll no, go he okay we'll we'll move we'll, we'll move kevin around like you can't mm-hmm. just he's not just going to be in the middle all the time sure. he'll just he'll come to the left he'll go to the right he'll drop and in if, he'll, he'll just move around somebody, right if somebody truly is marking him that aggressively you're moving him around on purpose as effectively you create a spaces, right, right? Right. And then you can find out what, 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 uh, what Torres is with, what, yeah, with Torres. Is that his fucking name? I can't even remember. Yeah. Fernando. Yeah. What Torres is. It's Fernando Torres. Torres, right? Not right. Fernando, not Fernando, but like, no, Fernand not Fernando. Torres. Yeah. yeah. What Torres is. Cause I think Torres is a creative player, right? He'll get out on a wing. He's a tricky player. He's a, he's a, he's a more wingery winger, but similar to, Mares, if that makes sense, like Mares wants to come inside, period. Yes. Whereas Torres will kind of stay outside and well. Sort of- so that's the diff- the important delineation there is that Mares is is the off wing winger, right? He's a lefty yes. playing on the right, right? Like Bale would, right? Like a number of other players would, right? But like, and he's the guy who just wants to get a, as much of a sight of goal to be able to take it on his left foot and yes. bend it around the goaltender. And he can, he's distance. got the magic. It's there. Yeah. The problem and that's is what I'm it's saying the, is it's that- the physicality, it's the defensiveness. Like he just like. It, Mane will eat him alive. I'm going to sit on the fence, <laughs> and I'm going to say it's a 1-1 draw, but I do have, I have Mares getting a late equalizer. <laughs> draw. Okay. I have a 1-1 draw. Okay. And, uh, I want to I die. It's, it makes me it's going to be It's going to be fun, not for you, uh, <laughs> but, but for I'm going else. to enjoy a heck okay, of a lot. L- of it. L- that's the most important game. Tell me, t- t- what do you got for me on, I think, l- let's sort of do Manchester United everything. We kind of did the problems of Manchester United. If... James plays and his ball is properly iced and slung. He has a sore ball, by the way. He caught it in the <laughs> Just nuts. One. Yeah, he got he he has a really damaged nutsack. Uh, and Dinya is back. Then you're starting to see the Everton that we got excited about that can pop the ball around. Now and Richarlison's back. Is no, he not, isn't he? No, no, one more. Yeah, he got a red, straight red. No, I know. I thought that that he had done three games. No, no. Okay, well then it's fine. Richarlison out, red card. I'm looking at it. Okay, got it. Um, uh, they, and Gomez is still out. So some of the, they're still missing a lot of their guys, right? Uh, and so, you know, it, they don't have the depth to hang, but it's at Goodison. Uh, it depends. Like if, if Everton try and play and let, sit, and let United hit them on the break, then United will be fine because that's how they want to play. And that's the only way they can win. Mm-hmm. Because if you try and sit deep and let them come on to you, then they don't really do that well. And, mm-hmm. and Everton could play that way uh, because they do still have Calvert-Lewin who can cause problems. But, you know, he's, he's, not, he's not a killer. He's had an, a phenomenal start to the season, but he's the guy, in, in putting in baseball terms, he's the guy who has seven home runs in, in the first 20 days of April, and you're like, all right. Fucking Tuffy Rhodes. Calm it down. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Like, just the guy who, like, everybody races to pick up on the waiver wire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stop it. He's better than that, but he's certainly not. Or he's the low walk, high power guy who gets 150 RBIs, but actually sucks. Yeah. Because he's in the four spot. And they're like, yeah, just leave him there. It's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's batting 100, like, 196. And it's just like, okay, that's fine. It's Chris Davis. 400, yeah, 400 times a year. Chris Davis won me some leagues, baby. (laughs) <laughs> um, before he decided I like Everton die. in this game and, yeah. and I think that it's a function of you know they're they were hurt, they were really really hurting like you said they didn't have the depth they're back uh, you know they, they've they, got, they, I think they, they've, they may, they're two most important players but they may have to play Fabian Delph like you know it's like that kind of thing it's like oh uh, okay <laughs> yeah putting my name on this one and then Pickford I, his, uh, yeah so that's another really interesting storyline right so before the last game, I forget who they played, Carlo Ancelotti said he would not 
be playing. He would reinstall Pickford. Yeah. For the United game. Yeah. We'll see if he's living up to his word Saturday morning because uh, I'm not so sure. I thought I forget the guy's name who came in. I thought he was he did a fine he job. He was much though. better. Yeah. And it's not so much that he's new, better new, or new, worse. Newcastle. Than Newcastle. He was benched for. Yes. I still believe in Jordan Pickford, especially as England's keeper. But the thing that you got to remember is he sucks. He's fucking crazy. I don't think he's that bad. He's just crazy. <laughs> well, Most that's why he didn't play in Newcastle, right? Because he's no, I know. Portland. But that's the point. No, right? it was a local oh. boy thing. Like, he probably got wasted because he was with his hometown team. And they were like, you know what? You fucked up. You're in yeah. Sunderland fucking coveting yourself up with hookers. You're out, dude. <laughs> that's the thing. He's just – he's a wild card. And yeah, so, he should be a defensive midfielder, not a goalkeeper. Right, right. <laughs> so I, I worry about that dynamic as it continues. Because listen, before last week, they were top of the table. So, and not that that's going to last significantly throughout the year. But if they have ambitions of the top four of challenging for the title, yeah, they need a fucking goalkeeper. Right? <laughs> it like, can't be that guy. No, no it can't be. Uh, any, what else do you want to talk about? You want to talk Speaking about your team? goalkeepers, segue of the week. <laughs> Edward Mendy is really right in the shit for Chelsea. I don't oh, think dude, that much dude is him. good. He's, <laughs> he's, so good. He's, he's like Stretch Armstrong. He's fucking seven feet tall. He's awesome. <laughs> he's actually 6'6". Six, six. He's enormous. Um, it's so I don't fun. see it's, them it's, having it's, a problem it's, with Sheffield. It's, so, it's so funny. It's just like, oh, gaving a giant goalkeeper. That helps. Yeah. I, I'm shocked. <laughs> completely, like legitimately the simplest thing. Like, hey, no, but the, are you how good many at this? Are, how many are athletic is the question, right? Right. Well, is that, are you good at this? Eh, not really. Are you fucking enormous? Yeah. You know what? Throw the gloves on. Let's see what you got. And I think so. <laughs> I think Silva makes a difference too, right? Just having that old head to organize a bunch of young guys and put them where they're supposed to be, pointing. Like you can see, Thiago Silva is just like, you go here, you go there, yeah, yeah, yeah. You go there. You know, he's just got that. There's a guy, right? Yeah, a leader. So there's a yeah. defensive, a defensive quarterback, right? It's the just clouds like, are starting to part a bit for Chelsea in the back. Um, they're scoring which is goals great news now because they're going to, yeah, they're always going to have the goals. The the question coming into the year was, how do you make your defense not fucking terrible? Which is really all they're trying to do. They're not trying hey, to be. Hey, hey, playing Conte in the middle as the shield is shocking. Yeah. That works. Yeah, I can't believe like, it. It's, it's insane. Like, it's almost it like he's one mind. of the best players in Europe again. So I think that, you know, I think that they'll handle it. be fair, he, he was hurt well. for a long time. No, he was. Um, yeah. I don't else? even care, West Brom Tottenham. In fact, I'm annoyed that it's the early game. <laughs> it's one of those where I might not just even watch. don't fuck it up. Like, yeah, just right. get it done. Just go right. wipe the floor with them. Professional, three points, and just get it done. Um, I, I don't care. Leicester Wolves That's is going to be another fun one. Yeah. Um, Wolves, I, think Le- I think Leicester lose this game because Wolves – Leicester has been winning lately – because they hit teams on the break. They don't want to admit that that's how they play, but that's how they play. Sure. And so Wolves are not going to let them do that. Wolves will just frustrate the shit out of you, right? And I think one player who hasn't gotten enough press so far this year is Pedro Neto. Um, Yeah, he's good, man. They sold Jota, and Neto is 19, maybe 20 years old. And he basically walks into that role. Yeah, they're both He walks into that role, and he's been fantastic. I mean, Raul Jimenez is, is great. And actually, Daniel Potence as well. Got a lot of the plaudits uh, last weekend. He scored a goal and whatever. Uh, I believe he might have had an assist also. Neto set up that goal that he scored. The thing is, it it's a- like, this is the thing that frustrates me. It's like, we have all this talk, all this talk, and then just like, yo, the fucking Connor Cody and Willie Bolly just make that team fucking work. They don't have to worry. Yeah. They just have these, they have a great goalkeeper. They have those two fucking monster defenders. And it's just like, okay, guys, let's go. We yeah. got this. Right? Plug and play the rest. Right? Yeah, like, they don't fair. miss games. Connor Cody has not missed a game in two, three years. So, no, I know. <laughs> I know. The weird like, thing that's a, is, though, looking at them this year. But, they, right? but, but, but I really want to bring it up is because teams are like, oh, we don't have defenders. I'm like, they're there. Just yeah. go get them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you, you talk about it all the time, right? Like, James Tarkovsky should not be where he is. He should be playing for Chelsea or for United or for Liverpool. Because everyone wants to have a two-foot. Like, how about he's the guy who just doesn't have two feet? Just play out of the other <laughs> Right? Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they I mean, try to check too many boxes, and in doing so, you spread yourself too thin from a skill perspective as a player, and you, you lose elsewhere. I, I might be stupid. I might be naive. I might be a Luddite, a goon, a fucking retard. I would trade John Stones for James Tarkovsky today. 
I don't think that's that hot of a take. I think everybody would probably, yeah. No, um, I don't think people would. They'd be like, oh, he's a fucking dude. I'm like, no, dude. That dude is a dude. Yeah. You know, no, like, I, I, I don't know. Um, he was, the, I think, who, he was yeah. the who scored defender of the year. Tarkovsky was. Yes. Yeah. No, that makes sense. Um, Arsenal Villa is an interesting one. That's the late game on Sunday. Um I I won't don't, have, I don't have mental energy to deal with the game. <laughs> no, you won't. I don't know that um I don't know that Villa I think they're they're rapidly falling back down to earth, which is fine. Um I don't know. I, like I don't Arsenal know. I thought that I thought that loss to Southampton was almost fluky. Well, because you've got just James Ward Prowse open the can of whoop ass on them. Yeah, he was like fucking came from out of space and just threw lightning at them. I hope <laughs> that we see a better performance, individual performance this year out of a player. I'm not so sure we're going to. That was fucking incredible. That was, was really, so really good. good. <laughs> that was unbelievable. Yeah, um, so, I mean, that, that's the thing with Villa. Like, I think Villa can score. I think the defense is good. I don't think Arsenal are going to have a good time in this Villa game. Like, if I'm Arsenal... Man for man, they're not better than Villa. Um, better. I don't know. I I think with Aubameyang not scoring goals, I I still like Arsenal here. But I think the one thing that could be a really interesting storyline is the shunned Emmy Martinez playing for Villa now. Uh, what he's if gonna he be steals? Gonna what be if he steals a game? Right? Of course he'll steal he a goes, game. He's already stolen games. No, 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 no. I know, but he goes back into uh, the Emirates. He walks in the doors in different colors, and he makes seven, eight saves, <laughs> and he steals the game. And, and I Leno fucks up because they're playing out from the back. Right, right. No, I think I could see, I could see a one nothing Villa. I the mean, thing is, um, it, it depends. It depends. Like, this is a game that Arsenal fans are going to expect Arsenal to take it to Villa, and I think they should play the other way. I think they should play on the break because I don't think they can – I don't. I, I just don't have confidence in Arsenal to break teams down and score goals. Like they're we fucking weird. They don't really have a creative midfielder. This no, is not your. This is not Wenger's Arsenal. There's not a creative player that they want to play. <laughs> I think if Arsenal team. fans, if Arsenal fans look at this game and right, they go, "Okay, you're playing newly promoted Aston Villa," um, I'm sorry, uh, yeah, lower level, you. right? Yeah, but they're better on they're, paper. This team's better. Yes. Yes, on paper you go. We're 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 mighty Arsenal. We need to get the three points from this. And you're right that the thinking should be take the game to them. They're lowly Villa. That's not but, true. That's not no, the case, this, right? They're high flying Villa. Are they leading the league in goals for right now? No, they're not. But they're close. They're, they're close. two off, three off the pace. Wow, you know who is <laughs> Tottenham leading the league in goals? Yeah, Tottenham. Um, but yeah, so Villa's got 15 in six games. So, yeah, but they're looking seven at, where they're in one game. So <laughs> I understand, but you're you know. You got three last week. You still no, no, no. They're they're definitely scoring goals for sure. So like, they, they. I are wonder good if, if they can do it. But I, I wonder I mean, if, and I, I, I think that Arteta will have them well prepared for yeah, this. That's what I was about to go to. And I think that Arsenal do get the win because of because of that. Not because of superior personnel, not because of any one individual performance, but because Arteta has created a system where. They're going to be able to eke out a win. And I actually do think Aubameyang gets back on the score sheet. He had the penalty last week, which, fine. If, you, if you've got a scoring drought and you – did he draw the penalty? I can't remember. No. Okay. So if you just step up and take somebody else's penalty, uh, that doesn't really count yet. Right? But I do think that you know, he's been looking a little bit more dangerous. Um, I couldn't see him getting off the mark, and I have a 1-0 to the Arsenal as much as that pisses me off. I mean, look, like Villa, Villa lost to Leeds – and which when Leeds just blew the doors off them, it was yeah. incredible. And then they lost to Southampton, like we already talked about, which is but they fought, right? So they're still scoring, they're still tough. I mean, I, I it feels weird to say, but they're not they're literally right next to each other in the table and have a game in hand. Like they're right there. The the only thing that makes you think that Arsenal can beat Villa is you trust Arteta. Right. Right? That's it. For some and reason. I do. I do. Yeah. But I trust them to get a draw. <laughs> I don't think yeah. they're gonna. I don't think they can beat this. They're not. They're not as good. They just basically have. They, they're not good. They're just not. They so don't have any creative players. We went right past this. Actually, I, yeah. I didn't even notice two games starting tomorrow. Um, so oh, instead Friday of games? instead of a Monday game, we've got two Friday games because you've got the international break coming up. So, uh, which we're gonna have to figure out something to talk oh my about. My God, we're over an hour. <laughs> we're gonna die. Brighton and Burnley, and Ugh. Southampton and Newcastle. 
Those are uh, shit. Like, could we just I'm, have it? Could we just have it be Southampton play Brighton and let the other two guys fucking fuck each other in the ass? <laughs> I'm I'm gonna watch Southampton Newcastle. I'm gonna be really excited about that. Oh god, uh, no, I, I can't love, watch. I don't want to watch Newcastle again. <laughs> no, I love James Ward Prowse. I, I want to marry him. Oh, you you've got the you've got the oh, ba- the Bale glow, the 2012 the, Bale glow. But he's you know oh, what's funny? Goodness. He's not young anymore. He's like getting there he's no that's fine when he does what he does it, he's my 26 now. Tingly. how does he never play for england like they're they're dying for midfielders that could be yeah. creative and yeah no nah, we don't need we're gonna play <laughs> the same guys over and over again i don't get it oh we've got we've got eric dyer on free kicks so no big deal we don't need him like why is eric dyer anywhere near that team in the midfield like just, i don't know i don't understand anyway He's but that's that. I mean, look, right? Like we we broke it down. There's three big games this week, uh, and they're spread out relatively well. That you could, you know, you the the neutral or whoever you root for, you'll be able to enjoy all of them. There's a bunch of decent games, okay games, like we talked about. But at the end of the day, it all comes. Oh, yeah. So, 11:30 Eastern on Sunday. I'm excited for it. Laurent is not. <laughs> I am. I think I'm going to be on the road. I'm driving to Bakersfield. <laughs> all right. Okay. <laughs> Okay. Where, they, where shakes the, where the the clown? What's the clown show with Galifianakis? Oh, um, uh, not, baskets, not baskets. That That's show. the town I'm going to. Oh my god, that show is de- devastatingly sad, but so funny. <laughs> Big fan of that. I have to catch up on it. Coming into it. Yeah. Oh, we, we did an hour on who knows, but if we it flew, we could have kept going. What the hell? Yeah, who we, cares? we could have talked about baskets for another twenty. Um, All right, let's wrap it let's up. Let's wrap it up. Yeah. Say goodbye, Mike. Goodbye, Mike. All right. That was the Squeaky Bum Time podcast with Mike Salerno and Laurent Cortines. This was a crap football, crap pundit production. We will return on Mondays and Thursdays for the Premier League season. We will talk about soccer and other things that interest us. Mike is crazy. Laurent is insane. That's why it works.